y'all. Hey, guess what time it is? Well, you know what time it is. It must be Wednesday at 7.30 because your face is in the place with Sugar's face, right? It's it's the Sugar Show. And uh, me, Natalie Sugar Brown, this is my platform, my show, uh, here to talk about women's boxing, you guys. So... 7.30 on a Wednesday night, me and you, we fit to kick it, okay? And just a little about me uh, for those who are new, because I know the true people are sticking around or tuning in. Um, for, for my new folk, my name is, or I am Natalie Sugar Brown. I am a woman pugilist. I have grown up in the game. Yes, started when I was a young, te scrappy teenager and became a grown woman in this industry of women's boxing. And this is my platform that I share my insights and perspectives and the things that I've learned and giving y'all this skinny on a lot of shenanigans and all of these things that happen in the world of women's boxing. I also want to use this platform to talk about women's boxing for those who don't know about it, right? And y'all just want to have a conversation because that's what that's what the Sugar Show really is. A good conversation about women behaving badly. Okay? All right. So now we getting into today's title and topic okay it's called uh today we're talking about the world's best okay and why we why sugar's bringing the world's best under the spotlight is because it's women's day it's international women's day right so i don't guess what that mean i suppose that today's uh, the day for women to be special, even though I think we all are special, um, all the days, okay? But today, uh, we're uh, being celebrated. Uh, the, the woman population uh, are being celebrated for being who we are, okay? So um, why, I mean, how I'm breaking this down tonight is um, by continent, Right, because a lot of it, it's become redundant. The names have become redundant. We talk about the same broads pretty much all the time because those same broads have pretty much become uh, celebrity celebrities. Okay, so they're no longer just uh, female boxers or women boxers. They become popular names that people know and make reference to because uh, people don't really know too much, too many other names and, and, and the other details of, uh, you know, the other broads, the other wonderful, great fighters in the industry of women's boxing. Okay, so tonight I'm going to take that moment to spotlight the world's best, okay? And there's a lot of women's out here. We want to start with the continent of Africa. Okay. And you guys chime in if you have any questions and, you know, uh, 
let me know what you think about the showcase, okay? Because I'll be chatting as as I keep it going. So the first um, the first broad that I'm going to introduce is, and you guys, please forgive me, because y'all know Sugar will butcher a name, but it's out of love, y'all. I promise, it's out of love. If I say your name out my mouth, it's out of love. Okay, I may not like you. Right, but we talk in women's boxing, you know, it's it's behind love. Now, um, this is the pound for pound standing or all the women pound for pound who are the best women, the best women behaving badly in Africa on record. Okay, so lovely assistant. Can we start off with my first image, please? Okay, all right, so um like i said you know these names pray for me y'all just all any any kind of any kind of religion every any kind of you you talk to who you know um <laughs> the the first baddie on the list uh, for pound for pound africa is um and she's ranked number one okay is a uh, super bantam weight out of zimbabwe her name is kuda Kwashi, uh, Shewandiri, I think. Okay, she's 27 years old. And um, goodness, she, my, her, her record misses me. I, oh, there's her record right there. Six wins um, and two losses, uh, four wins by KO. So she's sub 10, y'all, but according to the world rankings and i go off a of box rec or because box rec has everybody even though they may be involved in some shenanigans and okie stuff right they do have a database that comprises all talent uh together and and from what i see it's it is not a manipulated and bought list okay so uh uh, Kudawashi is uh, a sub-10 fighter. She's a bantamweight, but she's ranked number one pound for pound in the continent of Africa. Um, I wasn't, uh, I, I, I'm not familiar with the footage on such, uh, such an athlete, but for her to be ranked number one in Africa, um, with sub 10 fights should mean that you know she's the most impressive performer in the con on the continent okay uh lovely assistant let's go on to the next um right so then we got ellen uh simwaka who now ellen has a, a good amount of fights under her belt okay so she has uh 19 fights yeah so 12 plus 12 wins eight by ko's five losses and two draws okay now um this is this is a pretty real record you guys um it it shows that she has been in there she has um gone the rounds she does have some uh experience that should be noted okay she's ranked number two 
in the continent of Africa. She's a super lightweight, okay? And she's out of South Africa. Um, she is, uh, Ellen, she's 25 years old, okay? So she has some good time in the game. Um, and she's out of Malawi, okay? So this this here, I, I believe, and she's super Bantam, right? So this is a this is a pretty um, this weight class can be pretty valuable, okay? Because she can she has competition on other continents that can build her value her her value in the market uh, by fighting these other names that you will see um, on the other continents who are pound for pound, which is what we want to do, that what, what a fighter wants to do, um, build the value in their name recognition. Lovely assistant. Come on down. Let's, let's do, let's get through these names. All right. So we got uh, Sarah Ashan and I, Sarah's been around for a while. I'm, I'm surprised that um, Sarah is only sporting 17 fights. Okay. Sarah has been, oh goodness. I'm, I'm hearing that my, um, I'm hearing that my audio may be muffled you guys, but ain't nothing. And I'm clear. Um, Let's see. Um, all right. So it looks like, I'm sorry, you guys, I'll slow down. Um, right. So Sarah has been in the game for a while. Sarah, I mean, I, I felt like I would have possibly uh, had a chance to fight Sarah when I was actively boxing okay um couldn't it, you you know what lovely assistant i think you done got my um yeah i think you done got the the names mixed up but okay we we're gonna um lucky lucky thing i got the list okay so sarah Ashing is ranked number five in africa Okay, and she's out of Kenya. She's 35 years old and she has been around a while. Um, if anything, Sarah has experience in the game. Um, her numbers may not speak it, but she's been around. Um, I know she's gone rounds. I know she has tried because she was, she started or she got started when Things weren't so popular even over here for women's boxing. So I know it must have been tough for her to get some some movement or, you know, some momentum over there in Africa. Good fighter, heavy hands. Um, she she is she's her style is not as refined, but she is um, I would say she's a phlegmatic fighter, meaning she goes she she moves off of the the um, energy of the crowd and she's a pressure fighter she's gonna stay in your face she's not 
um, her style is just pressure and, and she's gonna put hands on you. She hits, she has very heavy hands. Half of her KOs um, or half of her record is or are KOs. So that's something to be noted for anyone that would be fighting Sarah. I, I, I look forward to seeing Sarah fight, you know, uh, top opposition out there. She's been around long enough. She has a good enough record for her to make some money. Finally, she's super lightweight and I know she can go all the way up to welterweight if, if, if the, the challenge is there. So, um, Rank number five in Africa, Sarah. Okay, uh, lovely assistant. Who you got next? Let's see. All right, so we got uh, Lena Kasweka. Okay, she is a sub ten fighter. She just started. Okay, and she's a bantamweight. She's out of Zambia. She is ranked at number six in Africa. Um. Yeah, uh, she's she's out of that. So she's ranked at number six. She's 25 years old. She has some time to grow in the game if she wants to keep doing this. She has sports a pretty decent record, sub 10, uh, seven wins with three KOs and one loss. So um, at this weight, Bantam weight, uh, Lena also, she, she at Bantam weight, she has the opportunity to travel and, and and make some money and build a name for herself in uh, in the industry. She also has, uh, there are other Africans, uh, African women within the continent that she can challenge and, and, and build some, some value and, and um, momentum with women's boxing over there on African soil. So let's hope that she's a part of building that 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 interest in women's boxing over in in Africa for the bantamweight division. Next lady for this Women's Day episode. Okay, so we got Bukiwe Nonina. Okay, and what we got uh, Buki. Let's see. Okay, so she is ranked number seven in Africa. She is South African and she's 31 years old. She sports a great record, 19 wins, four losses, one draw. Okay. So well over 10 fights. She's, um, she has four KOs. So you know, she, she can potentially hurt you. Um, and she has been KO'd twice. So she's tasted that KO defeat two times, but she's still in the game. Uh, had a draw, so she you you could tell that she she's invested. This one here is invested. She's not trying to be nobody's opponent. She's trying to be champion, and she's still got a a, a good winning record. So at um, super featherweight. She has a great chance of fighting opposition over here on, on North American soil, uh, South American. She, she's in, in a good weight class where she can uh, make top dollar for her efforts in the boxing ring. So um, 
uh, at rank, let's see, rank number seven in the continent of Africa, she can use that and leverage it and get some money in her pocket. All right, next lady, next lady. Okay, so this one, where is she on my list? All right, uh, Sheridan uh, for twin. Uh, 13 wins, two losses, one draw. Out of, out of the uh, 16 fights that she's had, she's knocked three contenders out that she has faced, okay? She is ranked number nine in Africa, pound for pound, okay? She's 28 years old, and at excuse me y'all at bantamweight she has excuse me guys she has the opportunity to travel overseas and get some money in her pockets okay now i'm i'm talking about money in the pockets and all of that stuff you guys why we're going over this this way because it goes over everyone's head um with the business of women's boxing is okay and the business of women's boxing is not just to win but the business is to have value behind your name you may even have a belt okay you can have a belt in women's boxing but that don't mean you going to get paid that cheddar right and at the end of the day it's a business it's no longer, I want to be the baddest chick, right? It's about um, putting money in my pocket. I'm able to provide for myself and my family by behaving badly, okay? So in Afri in all of Africa, um, uh, Sheridan is ranked, uh, Sheridan is ranked at number nine and she's South African, okay? She's 28 years old, got some time to bloom and blossom and build that build that uh, value to her name. So I'm looking forward to see where what this record, where this record goes. She has a winning record, 13 wins, only two losses. So she's not trying to be out here uh, being anybody's opponent, okay? She's not trying to be no loser no career loser right she wants to make it to the top and it's women's day so she gets featured as one of the best in africa who's this chiming in eddie barrington hey eddie eddie hey and eddie comes in with the flowers thank you eddie oh that's so sweet i love it I love it. Give a woman, give a woman flowers. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not cheesy. It's not corny, y'all. Give that woman her flowers and you'll get what you want. It'll start with a smile though. You might have to do a little bit more, but start off with flowers. Okay. Um, and I used to, I mean, back in the day, I used to say, oh, I hate flowers because I used to get flowers, okay? But low key, when you 
bring it home and you have it, you know, you feel like, oh, shoot, you know, someone thought about me um, to give me such a beautiful, delicate gift of flowers. So, like I said, um, give the gal some flowers. Thank you, Eddie, for chiming in. Mwah! And it's Women's Day. And uh, it's just uh, the, the show tonight, just featuring all the pound for pound women of the world, of all the continents, starting this, we're starting with Africa. And um, just mentioning some of the contenders that don't get their names uh, brought up, like the celebrity women's boxers out here. Okay, so top in Africa, okay. Lovely assistant. Next image, please. Please, please. We got, we got a lot tonight. Okay, and so we got Ruth uh, Chiselle, okay? And Ruth is ranked number 10 pound for pound in, in Africa. She's out of Malawi, okay? Um, 12 wins, two losses, zero draws, seven KOs out of the 12 wins, okay? Uh, and she has not been KO'd, okay? But she has tasted defeat twice. Winning record. I like it. I like, uh, I'm liking what it, it's looking like uh, numbers-wise for these ladies. Now, what I want to see, all right, are these names build and help build other contenders on the continent of Africa, which these ladies are doing. Um from what I've noticed and what I've seen in these rankings and, and on these receipts, the on the receipts of these women, they are actually being put in there with other contenders who are comparable uh, skill-wise and also uh, experience-wise. And that's what I like about that. I, I, I like about the African women's pound for pound um it, it's not you don't see where it's being bought uh these these women are going in there and made the baddest broad win and get her name on the list which is something that is going to organically develop the quality of fighter woman fighter coming out of africa so like i said I'm looking forward to the talent that's emerging from uh, such a large, great continent. And like I said, ain't nobody trying to be paid the opponent, high-end opponents, high-end losers. They're trying to be champion out here. All right, African baddies. All right, so now we're going to go to a, the other continent of Asia. Okay, lovely assistant. Please. Now, look at this. You wouldn't have thought now, would you? Ebony Bridges is ranked number one, pound for pound. Australia. And Australia is considered a part of Asia. Who would have thought? Yeah, this is a part of, this is on the box rec, um, Asian rankings, okay? So, um, Bantamweight, Ebony Bridges, is nine wins one loss, no draws, okay? And four of her nine wins have been KOs. And as I've said before, I'm very impressed with this, this fighter. 
uh, Ebony Bridges. She's she's just a great performer inside the ring as well as outside outside the ring as well as inside the ring. She knows how to ch uh, chat for herself. She knows how to sell herself out there, and she knows how to draw on what her strengths are outside the ring and inside the ring. I like her. She's 36 years old though. She's in croneship. So she has, uh, she's in peak. So she has about four more years, I would say, to um, to, to really mature and, and to come into her own in that ring and, and, and get as much as she can from the industry before uh, she starts getting too long in the tooth and she may have to change her game. But so far, so good. She's looking good. And, and like I said, very impressed. Uh, lovely assistant. What's, who was the second? Okay. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm, this is not number two. So sh this is Sharnika Johnson. Sharnika Johnson is actually ranked number three in, um, in, in, in Asia. Okay, in, in the region of Asia, where she's out of Australia, and Australia, like I said, has been um, uh, has been included in the region of Asia. So Sharnika Johnson is ranked number three, pound for pound, uh, in in that region of Asia. She's 15 uh, wins, one loss, zero draws. Okay, 15 of her wins, six, uh, 15. Out of 15 wins, six have been by KO. Okay. So uh Shernika Johnson is um a super band weight. And like I said, you know, there's there's a lot of traction, there's a lot of opportunity overseas for Shernika, as well as uh, I would I, I guess on mainland. Um, well, not so much because I looked, I looked, she I think she's um unless she's going through on her own, on her own, um, in her own country, I believe one, two, I, I believe she may have, she may have one other, well, she may have two or three other weights that she can contend with. But what, what's ha what happens is, you know, in order to build the money, Right, you want to build a following. You want every everybody in Australia to know that you are the baddest bantamweight, right? You you are the one that behaves the baddest, right? So when you do travel overseas and you get do get those opportunities to show yourself and show what you've got and perform, you have the whole country behind you, right? And then some other fans. Where now? you become valuable. Um, look like I got somebody in here. Okay, let's see. The Boxing Wizard says, this is so refreshing to see a female talking boxing. Respect to you, miss. Well, thank you so much, The Boxing Wizard. I love talking boxing. I've lived it. I've lived it for most of my life, uh, being a fighter myself, okay? So uh, it's something that I 
ate, I slept, I drank, I made love to, and I fought with most of my life. So I love to, too, I love to, to talk boxing, period. Um, and not just female boxing, but boxing, period, with, with anybody. So thanks for tuning in, The Boxing Wizard. Um, so today, seeing as it's Women's Day, yes, yeah, International Women's Day. If y'all ain't know about that, now you know. And what I'm doing on The Sugar Show tonight is I'm featuring all the pound-for-pound pound baddies from the from the continent, from the different continents of the world, right? Because like I said, we have the celebrity boxers that everyone pretty much knows their names. They're being pushed now. But, you know, what happened to the other baddies, the other broads that behave badly on the same on the same continent and in the same country, they deserve some of this spotlight too. Okay, and we want to, we just want to speak their names and 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 introduce them on the sugar platform uh, to those who want to sit here and see them. Uh, the boxing wizard says, "Happy Women's Day!" Why? Thank you, thank you, uh, the boxing wizard. Um, and, and gave me some hearts too. Oh my gosh, listen. The boxing wizard, listen. That's why the sugar sugar love to get loved on. I like to fight, but I just love to get loved on too. So thank you for the hearts. I really appreciate that stuff. It's the little things, y'all. It's the little things. Trust me. Um Size is not a big deal for me. Stop it. Stop it. Listen. <laughs> y'all are I all y'all always tend to get me going there. And y'all know I'm I'm Ruby Scott's granddaughter, right? If y'all don't know, if y'all know anything about Ruby Scott, she she just loved to get naughty. She, she my my grandmother would sit there with her friends on that porch. Okay, especially on a nice, warm, hot, warm to hot summer evening, uh, drinking, drinking um, beverage. We used to call beverage or what they call uh, julep uh, down south. Okay, so you could you you could mix it, muddle some mint leaves with some um, sugar and water. Okay, or you can squeeze some lemon and some mint leaves and sugar and water, anything like that, right? With some ice, right? And rock back and forth on that chair, right? And talk that talk with your friends. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the naughty. And I used to sit there on the stoop being nosy listening to grown folk talk their business. Oh, I miss those days. You don't even see that happening no more. Huh? You don't see nothing like that happen no more. Everybody is. It, it ain't nothing like the olden days. I tell you that much. Anyway, back to the topic. Back to the topic. Okay, so Shranika, um, super bantamweight out of australia ranked number three pound for pound in asia okay and next next 
next lovely assistant. Okay, so we got uh, ranked number four in Asia. Okay, uh, Noko uh, Fujioka. Okay, excuse the name. Okay, I'm trying my best, but um, no, Noko is 19 wins, three losses, and one draw. Okay out of japan yeah okay and it should have fought in japan they love boxing in japan oh i i mean more more fighters or more fights especially women's fights need to happen in japan they they like they like um boxing and and they they do support women's boxing over there i was treated i was treated nicely uh handed a raw stinking deal Right, because I beat up Fujin Rika. But nonetheless, it was a great trip. Um, now, uh, Noko is 47 years old, y'all. Okay, so Noko is a damn dragon in this game, still fighting. Okay, has a mask, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22 uh 23 fights okay still doing it seven out of the 19 wins are by knockout so this one ain't playing in there okay uh noko is a flyweight okay um and and then being a flyweight you're gonna have to i mean this is these are the smaller weights down there and unfortunately in the market uh, there's not much demand for the smaller weight fighters um to, to fight on the platforms uh, even though there's a good amount of them but the value the, the value's not there as much why uh i think people still want to see bully in the ring meaning they want to see uh people get uh knocked around and you know they they want that push and pull they want the physicality of it and these smaller weights they they really just go in and you know they're they're running their hands they're moving and running their hands ain't nobody putting that thunder clap on each other at the smaller weights right so uh it, it it would be a, a great thing if we had a, a woman or a female version of Pacquiao, what Pacquiao was, meaning that, you know, we had a, a, a or we have a female fighter that starts at a, a lower weight and, and whoops ass and, and knocks them out, you know, right on into, say, uh, the, a more popular, the more popular uh, lightweight division, right? So start from small and 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 get bigger and better um, as they come. The boxing wizard says, uh, "You're very welcome. I was raised by a single mother. I respect females. You have a captivating persona. I must say, very elegant and intellectual. Something which is rare these days." Oh! Listen, stop it. We we out here in cyberspace, everyone's watching. <laughs> and I like that. Um yes, thank you.
thank you, um, Boxing Wizards, for, for giving props to us women who, I mean, I, I, I'm a single mom myself. You know, I was married and then I became a single mother fighting and raising my, my, my child, you know, and he, I have a son and, you know, he, he's a, I, I, I did my best, you know, we, we all do our best. And um, I think single mothers do deserve that, that cape because single mothers are super. Uh, because as a mother, I'm gonna say this, as a mother, I don't know, it's just something as soon as we, as soon as we become that, we decide to become that because there are some women who they, they, they give birth and they have children, but they don't sign up for the mother role. And I guess, you know, it's okay. I don't judge nobody. Okay. But once you sign up, okay, you, you do everything in your power to give to that little being or to that person. Now that you've brought into this world, you want to, you want to know more. You want to give more. You want other people in this world to, to contribute and help this this person be the best that they can be, um, and and even more so as a, as single mothers. Um, I, rem I I find that as a mother, not only do I want good for my own child, but I see others as children of of somebody's mother you know they some they have I, I look at it this way you know everyone has a mother and whether you, whether that mother wanted you or not at the end of the day she wants the best for you okay whether she whether she decide to keep you or not because we have a lot of these situations a lot of people feel unloved because of how things worked out um, with their mothers. But know this, there has to be some form of love for us to sacrifice our bodies and a part of our lives and ourselves to bring life here into this world, okay? So don't ever think that you're out here alone and don't ever think that your mother did not or does not have any love for you. She might have difficulty understanding what that means with regards to you and who you are in her life and what she's done. But all mothers, all mothers have love for what they brought into this world. Um, the, the single moms or I would say this, I wanted the world to be a better place. I, I, I said, oh, I want the world to be a better place before I became a mom, but I really felt that shit when <laughs> I became a mother. Why? Because I, I wanted this world, I, all I had to offer this being that I brought into the world is the world, right? And I just felt, compelled to do my part even more so now because this person's going to live in this world to make the world a better place. 
So when I look at others, I look at others as they're their mother's child. I got to take care of them like how I would want someone to take care of my child, right? Whether they're rude, whether they're nasty, whether they're good, good, bad, ugly. You got a mother and your mother and you are your mother's child and I'm a, and I'm going to respect your mother and treat you like somebody like like uh, she would want you to be treated. Um, and that's what I have to say about, uh, you know, mother you know, being a mother, the single moms and even though even the the moms who aren't single moms we want our we want the best we all want the best when we wear that hat the boxing wizard comes in and says single mothers are superheroes same for single fathers i completely agree oh my gosh and and single fathers too why because uh single fathers have to tap into a side of themselves that um is probably not in as encouraged as much in society, right? It, it, it is real. It's a real thing, right? I remember um, my daddy, my daddy um, would, because my mom, uh, my mom went away uh, to school at times. She was away and my daddy, my, my dad had to play single dad um, for me and my siblings for a little bit. And I have, uh, I mean, sugar, you see how sugar look now, but sugar had, has a lot of hair. Okay. <laughs> a lot of hair. And I remember my daddy doing his best to comb my hair in the mornings before school. <laughs> and what I tell you, you know, I used to have one ponytail here, here, and he did, uh, and tried his best, tried his best. Um, I used to just sit there and I knew my dad was trying my best and know that he was, I would finna look crazy going to school with all these damn ponytails. And, and he tried and tried, he used to be still and, uh, he used to be like, it's okay. I'd be like, yeah, daddy. Yeah. And then when I got on the bus, I'd be crying because I knew that my hair looked a mess. But I never let my daddy know know that, and he just got better and better, and he um, and just felt better and more confident about what he could do for me as a single dad at the time, cooking dinner. There was so ooh, when it first started, dad, my my daddy's an excellent cook now. But what I tell you, my daddy used to put some stuff together that boy, you you have I. Is because we loved daddy while we ate it, right? We, we used to have bologna and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, get the protein in with the peanut butter and jelly. Oh, and he used to add cheese sometimes. And let me tell you something, that thing slap. <laughs> sometimes I still put together a good bologna, cheese, peanut butter, and jelly sandwich uh, to pay homage to my dirty. Um, but he's my, my daddy, you know, as a single dad, just became confident in what he could do. And, and the time that he spent and gave us uh, was invaluable. So, yes, yeah, shout out to single parents and shout out to the parents who are doing it together. Because it also takes a lot to 
uh, work together in raising one individual to be a representation of both of you out here in this world. So yeah, you guys. Um, the boxing wizard comes in to say, did you know we all collect our mother's cells in the womb before birth when, when we are? Uh, it's our mom's cells inside our body that help us heal. Uh, I read old literature. It's amazing to think about. Look at that. I'm, I'm just, the boxing wizard, I love having these conversations because you know what? It's not, I, I translate that to so many things, right? Where you saying that it's the mother, it's your mother's cells that you take with you from out of her womb into this world that helps you heal, right? Because I tell you, because sometimes, right? You get hit that blow in life. And sometimes you're by yourself when you get that hit with that, that hurt. And you wish you had someone to hug you, someone to love on you, someone that you can just lay that pain on. And to know that it's your mother's cells that help you heal, right? Gives me gives me security, gives me that that um, faith that I'm going to be all right. Because as long as my mom, as long as my mom got something to do with it, I know I'm going to be all right. And, and that's, to me, that's just nature showing just the, the, the power of motherhood, right? It, it ain't just a hug. It ain't just a kiss. It ain't just saying, like I said, to you, to you guys out there, even though you may not have the greatest relationship with your mom relationship, because there's certain things that happen in life that uh, stifles us from loving others and, and, and projecting uh, that love that we should, um, especially as mothers. There are things that stop us, but nature, right? Regardless of how she may act, she has sent you into this world with that power of healing that you're going to be all right. If you become hurt, you're going to heal because you've pulled those hells because your mom has given you that ability to heal. The boxing wizard says it's a miracle and people don't view it as so. For people who have sadly lost their mother, take heed that she is still with you spiritually emotionally and helps you heal. Uh, testify, I can testify, okay? Yes, yes, right? So you're never alone. And that's the beautiful thing about being, being human or a human being, right? Um, is that the way we have come into this on onto this plane, this earth, how we exist is so much deeper than what we know and what we study. It's so much deeper to know that your mom may be gone, 
but she's still around and she's still there helping you heal, right? Because she's inside of you. That, I mean, that's, I mean, bars, boxing wizard, you come on here spitting. I love it. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take that one with me. Thank you for dropping that. Um, I, thank you. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to keep it moving now with this uh, Asian pound for pound ranking though. Okay. So lovely assistant, let's take it on to the next. Let's take it on. Okay. So we got Thethu Knee. Okay. Um, boxing wizards say you're very welcome. Okay. Well, I hope I keep being welcome uh, because I, I, I think you're just a, just an amazing um, addition to what I have for for everyone watching. And I and I thank you for coming on to my platform with what what you uh, are pouring because not only is it for me, but it's for my people tuning in that may need to hear that, right? Because you never know what people are going through and you never know what, um, you, you never know that how much what you say can uplift others. And that's what I'm on. That's really what Sugar's on. Um, even though I call you on your bull jive, right? But it's only for upliftment. I promise you, I'm telling you, Listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to what I say. Um, so, Thethu uh, Ni, and this last name always gets me. Okay, you guys. Um, it's from Vietnam. Okay, I, I'm not even going to butcher the last name. Um, uh, Jin or Nien. I think is the last name, okay, is a sub-10 fighter, okay, 26 years old, all right, minimum weight out of Vietnam, so uh, I don't, I'm not sure, I think uh, she might be the only fighter of her, the boxer, boxer, um, female boxer out of Vietnam, Um from what I saw on the pound for pound ranking, but no, she's in, she in there and she looked like she in it to win it too. Cause she went, she went ahead and, and got six damn fights. Okay. So she trying to win out here too. And I like it. Okay. Ain't nothing stopping shorty from behaving badly. Uh, Omar Johnson, comes in Johnson. hey omar saying everyone leave a like for show i always forget to tell y'all but y'all should know this by now leave a like like share subscribe to sugar yeah because it's always a party when we link up and it's always a good time you guys come on now you know it you know it all right now Lovely assistant. Let's roll on to the next picture. What the next one? Who you? What's the next one? Cause we all out of order. Lovely assistant, come on now. I need you. I need you. I, I need you more than ever for this for this slideshow to 
for, for, for this slideshow to move on. Y'all know Sugar will get the coffin on this daggone uh, on the show. Y'all been there the, for those who are, are are true. So Sugar now, she she bringing in her little drinky drink. Trust me, it's, it's, it's juicy juice. It, it ain't no spirits in this cup. promise lovely assistant come on come on um let's see the boxing wizard comes in and says i'm happy female boxing is growing and respect is being given and shown to females if there's no equality then there's no quality happy it's even happy it's an even playing field um and you know what the boxing wizard you know i would say about that it what i would say about that is um we we're getting a bit more of the spotlight now um i'm not sure if it's equal i'm not sure it will ever be equal to the men in in boxing and i'm fine with that right because we are women and women boxing is way different from male boxing women fight different right and i i think that i don't want to be equal to a man in boxing right because they have their own thing i, I want to be a woman behaving badly i want to be a woman boxing there's some great things that we do on our own um, that are not equal to the men. I, what I want is for us to have equal time, right? I want us to get up to the point where we are now performing three minutes, three minute rounds now, instead of the two minutes you know I, I, I think women in order the, the equal I think, we're not equal in a sense that we are not given or we are not held to the standard that we should be, where women's boxing needs to be uh, three minute rounds, just like the men. Give us an opportunity to perform. Give us an opportunity to show our skill set and show why we we are the 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 better and best contenders in there two minutes a two minute fight or two minutes per round no you're not digging you you're not able to have to dig deep if you're in there and you only got to fight two minutes you're just scratching the surface that extra minute is what makes mice or men, right? In a, in, or in our case, mice or women, okay? And sugar was never no mice or mouse in there, right? I started, I, I, rem I remember fighting amateur fights at three minutes and, and they changed it, right? They changed it because um, the, the, I, I guess they felt like the majority of talent at the time was not able to manage 
staying in staying in a fight for three minutes because three minutes is a long time okay I, I i'm grateful i always say this i'm grateful to the gladiators to the men who taught me how to fight and i am also grateful to the women who taught me how to fight as well and you know what the women who taught me how to fight weren't necessarily women's boxers that's the thing they weren't women boxers. They were women that knew how to fight like a woman. And they were, their insight and their coaching helped me understand how to personify that, who, how to bring that into the ring and turn it into performing in combat and i want to see more of that what we see now in women's boxing are women mimicking men in the ring you don't see many women who fight authentically like women and this is the thing I, i'm saying this this is the thing the women women fought authentic more authentically like women in the earlier days of women's boxing in the earlier times now uh you know you see this you, you see a lot of amateurish styles you see a lot of um you know a, a lot of how can i say this you, you see a lot of choreography yeah choreography because everyone knows that women are emotional creatures okay and the beauty of watching a woman fight is seeing her fight off of her emotion not to say that she's losing when we're emotional and we lose control no there's nothing deadlier than a woman who can control her emotions because as women we feel every emotion and we know how to act when we know how to act on every emotion and use it to our advantage whoo, you got something wickedly good and that's what I want to see we don't see enough of that anymore the woman, uh, the, the boxing wizard comes in and says, how did you feel when you went from three minutes to two minutes? How much does your mindset affect you in the ring? Great question, the boxing wizard. Great question. Um, I was, I was a youngin at the time. I was a greenback at the time uh, when they changed it. So I was on my rise to being, um, a, a, a world recognized name fighter. And what I saw or how I felt when they took the three minutes away was, damn, now I have to hurry up, right? I feel rushed, I felt rushed, right? Where in three minutes you can, you can paint a wonderful picture of what an ass whooping is gonna be and look like. 
three minutes, you can break your opponent down, right? It, 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 there's, there's a, the slower burn makes a, a, makes a better finale in, in, in the sake, for the sake of boxing. Right. So two minutes, you know, it's right at two minutes. I, I may hit somebody hard, but then, you know, they if they if they're around, they can stand around. I only have maybe a couple more seconds to get them out of there. And sugar was a fighter. Sugar, I I, I thank my ancestors. <laughs> for the genetics that I have, but I was one of very few women that could knock someone out cold. I could knock somebody out uh, who was fresh. Um, I'd have to put my, you know, put punches together, but I, I had tremendous knockout power. And so the three minutes was my, the, the three minutes was my, you know, uh, it, it, it was my, my, my comfort zone, because if I put my hands on you, right? And if I kept putting my hands on you the way I was doing it, um, you weren't going to be able to stand in front of me. You weren't going to be able to last very long because you had to survive the duration of the three rounds. When that whole minute is taken away, right? I may have hurt you in the ring, but all you had to do is survive another minute. And then you get another whole minute to sit your ass on the chair and gather yourself. And I got to start, possibly start over for the next round because you would have recovered um, going into the, the following rounds, right? So where Sugar would have um, used to knock people out in the first round, because it was three minutes, Sugar normally then after that, when it turned into two minutes, I would normally, I, I would get a fighter out of there by round two, right? Um, of, a, of a two minute per round fight, right? So, so you know, um, like I said, you know, you, uh, a fighter like me, uh, I felt rushed, but I made the adjustments and I was still able to be effective with the two minute rounds. The two minute rounds are basically for people that don't have much power, right? Because then you can count punches and volume of punches matter, right? Because then uh, if I, if I punch, if I punch enough and if I work enough and if, if I show that I'm busy enough, I can win this round. I can steal the round off of work, not off of damage, where there's two type of fighters, the working fighter and the fighter that does damage. And you have a once, once in a while, you have a, a, a fighter that can do both, which I think I, I was able to do both, but I like to do damage. Um, it, like I said, it affected my mindset because I felt rushed at first, but then I made the adjustments and I, I, I'm a fighter that loves strategy and three minutes, three minute rounds allows a fighter to 
follow through with proper strategy. Okay, it, 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 it's the difference, like they say, it's the difference between playing a round of chess rather than checkers. So two minute rounds, checkers, three minute rounds, chess. Um, the boxing wizard says, I don't believe in coincidence. I was meant to come across your channel to on happy women's <laughs> to on happy women's day i must say you seem very intellectual that's a testament to yourself oh now you're just putting it on and i love it stop it <laughs> don't stop it um thank you and i don't believe in coincidence either i believe we were supposed to share this moment in time and it happens to be women's day right but it, it won't stop you from continuing to stop by every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. for the Sugar Show. Because, you know, my face going to always be in the place. And, you know, I, I, just, I just love, love, love you already, the boxing wizard. And I like what you have to say. And I love having these conversations with you. Uh, and listen, the boxing wizard, listen, look. We've got um, other, we've got other people, other people who chime in. My, I call them my misfits who chime in that have great conversation on the Sugar Show. And I think uh, it, once we all get together and and we start chatting it up, we'll have a good old time. So keep coming back, keep coming back. Now we want to go back to um, just showcasing some of these Asian baddies. Okay, it's Women's Day. Okay, let's talk about all the baddies all over the world. Pound for pound, that is. So pound for pound, Asia. Um, Bomi Ray Shin, which who you're looking at right now, is um, ranked number six in Asia. Okay, uh, she's out of South Korea. She's 28 years old. And uh, as you guys can see on her record, 15 wins, one loss, three draws. Eight of those 15 wins have been uh, by knockout. Okay, so she she'll she'll put them she'll put them broads down on the canvas. Okay, and good for her. She's top 10 in in her region, in her continent, in in, in that continental collection. Okay, um, super featherweight. So, I mean, I would love to see Bomi Bo Ray Shin go overseas and challenge some of these other baddies in these other regions. She's in a great weight division. So there is competition out there and it would add value to her name as well as any other baddie in that super featherweight division or in uh, around around that weight, right? To add some value to women's boxing and to these different weight classes. Let's get away from celebrity boxers and let's get back to actually having sound uh, contenders and, and, and sound matchups in women's boxing. Let's do that. Let's start doing that, right? That's what's going to give us the long money, right? We don't want the short money. The short money is with the celebrity stuff because guess what? 
when that celebrity get old, when she done with boxing, guess where the money go? With her. We don't want no. We don't want nobody taking no money out of this, out of the industry. Okay, we want to keep the money here, right? We want everybody to be able to eat and everybody to get money. That's what the value is, right? That that's why we do this. Well, we love to behave badly, but it's even better when you can take care of yourself and the ones you love doing it. Okay, lovely assistant. Let's come on. Give me give me that next. Okay. So this one, you know, this one I am um I, I am questioning her. Um Muziki Kirita, okay, four and oh. So four wins, zero losses, and she ain't got no knockouts. How she make it to the top ten pound for pound? uh in in asia uh this one i don't know i don't know how she got here but she's here nonetheless i want to see what she do with it okay um she is a super flyweight out of japan 26 years old okay super flyweight so she got people in in her division overseas that she can fight as well so she can do something with this opportunity she up here on the pound for pound list. Go, guy. Hey, super flies out there. Flyweights out there. Go get her. Um, ooh, my battery's low. Y'all give me a minute. Give me sugar a minute. I gotta get this. I I I get the charger. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the interruption, you guys. Okay, let's see. Oh, it ain't like it used to be, I tell y'all. Dipping and bending and all that stuff, yeah. may not be as easy as it used to be, but I still get it done. All right. Now, all right. We're talking about um, Mizuki um, out of Japan, okay? And and like I said, it's questionable how she even got on, on um, it's questionable how she even got on the Asian pound for pound top 10, but she's there. Okay, ranked at number seven and good luck to her. I don't really have much to say cause y'all know I don't, I don't pay no mind to no sub 10 fighter. Okay, next, next lovely assistant, next. All right. And look at this, she, she got such a, adorable face um but this is a woman that behaves badly her name is taylor robertson okay and she's out of australia okay super flyweight 
okay? Small, small one, small broad, okay? She's 24 years old, seven wins, one loss, zero draw, two of those seven wins by KO. So she's trying up in here. She's sub 10. Uh, she's on the, she's ranked at number eight in the region, in the continent, uh, that can, or continental region of Asia. Okay. And so watch out for this one. She is sub 10. So I ain't got too much to say. Uh, she's super flyweight. So she got, she got some opportunities that she can build on overseas and, and it ain't like she can't find a fight. So. Good luck to this one. Let's see where she she goes with it. Lovely assistant. What's the next one? What's the next one? Shannon O'Connell, my my gal. Okay, I, I, Shannon been around. Shannon been around. Okay, so Shannon uh, O'Connell is um a bantamweight out of Australia. Okay, she been around around. She a baddie, okay? Hard body baddie. 23 wins, seven losses, one draw. 11 of those 23 wins by KO, okay? And three out of her seven losses, she's been KO'd. So she's been out there. And this is what I love. This, I mean, I, I like this. I, I like this record because it shows you that she's she's been she's been on all ends of it right she's been in, she's been in every part of of this women's boxing thing she's been the winner she's been the loser right she's put somebody on the canvas and her ass been on the canvas okay she's had to fight and um to, 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 for a draw okay shannon o'connell um 40 years old, so she's a crone in the game. She really don't have much time left. She fought Ebony Bridges, and Ebony Bridges, who's ranked number one right now, uh, put the beats on her, right? But that doesn't mean it's over for her. She still has a little bit of time to reinvent herself one last, well, one last couple more times, okay? And spin back. Because it's always an opportunity to spin back. Um, the boxing wizard comes in and says, who is your favorite female fighter? If you could aspire to be one female figure for one day, who would it be? Interesting question. Um... I would say my favorite female fighter is Miriam Lady Tiger Tremar. And she is my favorite female fighter, not so much because she could fight. She's my favorite female fighter because she was the woman that I drew from when I was going through my journey. There were times that
that I didn't have the answer and I couldn't find the answer. And I read what little I could and what little that was out there about this fighter. And for some reason, every part of her journey, I was able to identify with the bad, the good, you know, the, the, the disrespect, the, you know, the, the not being able to have opportunities, the, the way that she had to take whatever opportunities that came to her and do so and, and make the, you know, greatness out of it. Right. The, I, I, I like that. Or what I learned from her is how to still be you and, and still maintain who you are and what your and your dignity in this cold, hard industry of women's boxing, how to still follow your dreams, even when no one believes in you. Um, learning, she, she helped me understand how to be my biggest fan in women's boxing, right? And to, and to respect the game enough to know that it ain't just about me. It's about we, meaning she had to fight to become a legitimate licensed boxer, meaning that any other boxing that any, all the women did previous to her and Kathy Cat Colin, uh, Kathy Cat Davis and Tanawanda, Jackie Tanawanda, those three ladies, this is in New York, anything previous to them receiving the first women's uh, licenses in New York was illegal. So it was illegal for a woman to box. It was illegal for a woman to make money boxing. You could get, mean that we could get arrested. And, you know, it, it, it was something that <laughs> was against the law, right? And, and she kept doing it. And she sacrificed her life to keep doing it. And I'm sure there were people around her to tell her, give up, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna get what it is because I got it. I got that when I was coming up. And uh, Tiger, Lady Tiger and all of the, the women that came before me had laid tracks and I was still being told, you can't, don't, you won't. Especially when I became a mother why are you still doing this? You're a mother now. Um, I That one hit me hard. And it was strange enough, I was just reading. I was reading, I was on WBAN, Women's Boxing Archive, um, WBAN, the, the Bible of Women's Boxing. And her biography came up. And there was a part, an article or something that came up where she said, after she had her own son, she said, the weight is just, the weight couldn't come off. The weight didn't come off. 
And mind you, I didn't, I haven't, uh, I, I don't know if I, everyone knows this, but sugar, I went, I went up to over 300 pounds in my pregnancy. Yeah. I went up to over 300, I gained over three. I found out I was pregnant on the scale. I was supposed to turn pro 140 pounds, but pregnancy test came back positive. <laughs> okay. And, um, at the end of the pregnancy, when I had my little one, I was 310 pounds. So, um, even looking at that, being laughed at, being laughed at and, and having to really figure out if I am indeed who I say I am. Right, despite of now being, uh, I mean, from going from being, uh, you know, a specimen where I could, I had not a six pack, an eight pack to being over 300 pounds and seeing and, and, and feeling and, and, and going through what people who are overweight go through, the, the dirty looks, the jokes, the laughing, you know, going, going through that and living that life. I would say it's the same as, um, you know, Lady Tiger Tremar has gave me the push. Her story gave me the push. I remember trying to find her one time and, um, People were like, oh, we don't know where she is. I don't know where she is. You know, because it, it does get catty in the industry where even even old crones and old broads, uh, if they feel like one, you know, a old broad's gonna a broad's gonna get more attention than her, even in this business, she's gonna she's gonna try to stop it. Right? Cause I mean, as much as I love women's bo boxing women boxers are catty that way and that's why we don't make the money that we should make uh, make in this industry because um everybody wants to be a queen and we don't realize it's a, um you could be a broke ass queen or you can be a rich ass community right I would rather be in a rich ass community where everybody and where, where everybody's eating everybody's feasting than be a queen by my damn self still struggling for uh for a penny right because at the end of the day too when you're the only one left and there's no one else to fight guess what you can't make no more money yeah when you're the best and there's no one else and you haven't shared the spotlight and given any opportunity to anybody to come up to contest that or share the spotlight with, you stop your money. That's what they don't realize. Um, uh, if you could aspire to be one female figure for one day, who would it be? Hmm. to really think about that one. I really have to think about that one. 
um because there are several but my female my favorite female figures have been uh warriors women warriors throughout the throughout history and their lives weren't peachy they were fighters um we enjoyed we were we are able to enjoy certain things because of their sacrifices. And so I don't know if I could deal with their struggles. I don't know if I could deal with their pain. Um, these fem the female figures that I look up to and, and um, I admire. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to think about that one really hard. That was a good one. That's a good question, the boxing wizard. Thank you. Um, the boxing wizard also comes in and says, uh, when we have a bad day, it's not a bad day. It's a character building day, a journey, a path, a lesson we grow as a person, mentally and physically. Bad times breed strong people, if you have the mindset. I totally agree, Boxing Wizard. I totally agree. I think that's why I was drawn to boxing. I, I, I promise you, I didn't set out to be this. I, I didn't. If you had asked me as a little girl if I was good, if 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 I I was gonna be a boxer, I that would be the, the furthest thing from my mind. Um, and it's not that it's not because I didn't like because to to be honest, I was always a fighter. I always fought to the point where you know I like I was like a, a neighborhood. It was a neighborhood thing, right? All my all my boy cousins would um, all my boy cousins would get together and make me go around the neighborhood and fight all the little boys around my weight and size. <laughs> this is something they did and the, and I guess they did it. I was the, it was a whole bunch of boys and then boom, sugar the girl, right? So I don't think they knew what to do um, besides try to, you know, use me as as some kind of a guinea pig to see, you know, wh what <laughs> what this little girl could do because um they had to lug me, they had to tug me around everywhere with them. Some of them, the older ones, take take Natty with you, take take Natty with you. So Natty would always go with them, and they were some badass little boys too. So <laughs> I picked up some of that. I picked up some of that. Um, some bad some of that badness and here i am but um like yeah um i always i you know i say this because things didn't work out for me like i thought it would in 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 women's boxing but at the same time i don't think i would change anything because a lot of those things unlocked deeper things inside of me that helped me move forward as a person, as a person, right? I realized that I'm just, I'm not just a boxer. I'm not just a fighter. I'm not just somebody's mom. I'm not somebody, just somebody's wife. I'm not somebody, just somebody's sister. I'm, 
at the end of it all, these tags are just hats that sugar that Natalie wears. So I had to find out who Natalie is. I had to find out, will Natalie run from a fight? Whether it be a fight for love, whether it be a fight for dignity, whether it be a fight for justice, whether it be a fight for, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, for, for truth. Do I run from it or do I stand my ground? And these challenges have always come up. They always come up. And I've had to extend myself a little more, a little more, and a little more than that every time. And that's the beauty thing. That's the beauty about life and each day, right? Because each day is just another round. Each day is another round. Because as you, you guys know, not everyone finishes the round. Not everyone finished this, the round. So I'm grateful for every round that I get to try. Every round that I get to try because I'm gonna try to win. And for the most part, I will win. Um, the boxing wizard comes in and says, few people find their purpose in life but when you do it just feels right you know few people are lucky enough to have a purpose or to understand what their purpose is not even find their purpose to understand what their purpose is right and i i mean i can only speak for myself um uh, the, the boxing wizard. I, I don't know if I've found my purpose, right? But I've come to understand my purpose in different places in my life. Um, I've, I, I've come to understand each role that I play and a lot of the time, the role that I play, I'm, I may not be the star of the story that's unfolding, right? I, I, may, I may be a supporting character in the story of what's going on. I'll, I'll, I'll um, share this. A dear friend of mine um, was diagnosed with cancer and she kept it to herself. She kept it to herself. She didn't tell anyone. She didn't tell her family. And um, she just kept going down and down. Um, and people saw her deteriorating, but um, not everyone who she thought was going to care cared and i found myself in her story she was the star 
of the story. And this was her final, this was her final season in the story of her life. And I found that the part that I played was to help her come to terms with who she was or who she is and the legacy that she's gonna leave on this earth. Because it was hard for her to understand that she was gonna go away and leave the people that she loves. She was gonna go away and leave the things that she worked hard for. She's gonna leave and go to a place that she didn't know exists and that's tough and the tough part of it is to support someone who's taking steps closer and closer and closer to that finale and so me playing that part in her story um give me a better perspective and understanding of what this life is and what it really means. So, uh, with regards to your statement, few people find their purpose in life. Uh, understanding. Understanding is the purpose in life, in our lives. And the understanding is knowing that we are not in control. We are not in control. We have choices, but we are not in control, right? And so ride the tide, roll with the punches, make the best decision you can in that moment, right? And try to be the best person and do the best you can with every moment you get. And that's understanding and that's purpose. The boxing wizard comes and says, I apologize for interrupting your subject. I like intellectual conversation. You have that in abundance. Thank you. Don't apologize, boxing wizard. Don't apologize. Um, for what? We're having a great conversation and that's what the sugar show is all about. And I was still talking boxing. We really are, but we're talking uh, a deeper aspect of what boxing is. That's what we're talking about. Um, which is needed, which is needed because it's not about win or lose. It's not about the number that you see on the top of this, this broads picture. It's not about that. It's about the, the understanding of, of, of your purpose. What brought you to this? What brought you to this life, to that kind of life, the life of a, of a woman gladiator? What is your fight? What is your story? What makes you real, right? That's the aspect of it that a lot of us are missing. because everyone's chasing lights, camera, action. Well, this is what I've learned from the gladiators 
who raised me in this in this game right it's your spirit that guides you it's your spirit that guides you okay so it's your spirit that guides you in a fight that you know you're losing but you still continue to fight it's your spirit that guides you when you drop and you get dropped and it hurts but you get back up and stand on your feet it's your spirit that guides you when it's only you running on that dark cold road in the mornings or it's your spirit that guides you when you're breathing that fresh new air of dawn and you're the only one out there jogging and getting ready for the fight ahead that's the part of it that's the that's that's boxing okay that's a part of women's boxing those are the stories that we don't hear because too many people out here thirst trapping too many people out here wants to be a celebrity and we're losing the authentic understanding of why a woman would want to leave the lead the life of a gladiator or being a gladiatrix um so thank you for having this conversation with me the boxing wizard says yes your purpose i like that you said our purpose is understanding that's the big thing missing today if one can't look in the mirror and correct yourself some soul searching is required that's for damn show for real boxing wizard and you know it's it's so do you know that it's so hard for a lot of people to look in that mirror come to terms with what they see and correct it right oh it's hard i've i've, I've done it myself <laughs> it's so damn hard but the strength and the spirit to walk the path, to go through it, to face yourself, to face your fears and understand you, right? That, the growth from that is the purpose. And that's what I've, I learned from my friend, my dear friend, Alice, right? She's no longer here, but I hear her every morning. Just the little things that she's left with me, the memories, the memories helps me to understand my purpose. Those memories help me search my soul at times where I can't find an answer, but she's left me with something that gives me insight to finding the solution. 
because the answer and the solution are two different things. Okay. But that's another deeper conversation. Excuse me. Let's get back to these rankings, y'all. So, I mean, we're, we were at um, Shannon O'Connell. The Boxing Wizard looked like you dropped something in the conversation. But let, let me just finish with, with this real quick. Then I'm gonna hit, let me hit back on our, our little intellectual that we talking about, okay? So, um, Shannon O'Connell ranked number nine in the region of continental Asia. Okay, um, she's a band weight, 40 years old, crone, all right, so she's still got a couple years in the game. Let's go on to the next one, lovely assistant. Let's go on to the next one, lovely assistant. So we got Yuko Kuroki, okay, out of Japan, Adam Wade, so another small one, but you see her number, look at her number. 20 wins, seven losses, two draws, nine of the 20 wins are KOs. Okay. Pretty good, pretty good number. Pretty good record. It shows it, at least it, it shows that she's had some good experience in the game where she's won, she's lost. She's more of a winner by, by looks of her record than what she has lost, okay? And she's willing to fight for that draw, okay? So at rank number 10 in the continental, in the continental Asian region, uh, Yugo uh, Kuroki shows that she's a great contender, okay? She may have to move up and wait. She may have to get some meat on her bones and, and, and try now to, 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 uh, they'll dive into, you know, other, uh, other waters, right. Other weight divisions and see how she does. Because like I said, the smaller divisions don't get as much, um, don't, there's not, there's not as much demand, but the right style, the right type of contention will get it because this is women's boxing okay okay all right um the boxing wizard says the best things in life come for free however they can be the toughest to conquer condolences for your friend thank you um the boxing wizard um for giving me condolences for my friend uh, the best, the best things in life come for free. However, they can be the toughest to conquer. Well, why would you want to conquer something that's good? I gotta help, help me get, help, help me, um, figure that one out. Clear that one up for me, the boxing wizard. I do believe that the best things in life come for free to a certain degree. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna revert back to a, a, a saying that I used to always hear um, the, the old gals say on, on, on my grandmother's porch when she talking to her friends. They used to say, 
Child, you got to fight for your peace. You got to fight for your peace. And I didn't understand that. Now, as a grown-ass woman, <laughs> if that ain't the realest thing anyone ever said, you got to fight for your peace, yes. Yeah, you have to fight for your peace of mind. You, you, you got to fight to keep, um, you, you got to fight to keep what you want in your life. And um, sometimes what you want is what someone else is stark against, right? And, and, and you got to, I mean, it may be free, but the effort and the, and the consistency and the discipline that you have to use in fighting to maintain what you want in your life. Because like I said, we're not in control, right? But, but what we're going to do is we're going to keep operating at a certain standard. So everything around us have no choice but to keep up with what we're doing. That's how we do it. That, that, that's where the control comes from, right? You gotta fight to do that. You don't just get up in the morning. You don't just open your eyes, and and it happens, right? You gotta put some type of effort into it, some kind of fight, right? Some people fight, fight literally for the air they breathe. Okay, and so it it it's 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 deep. It's deep. So like I sit, I sit at times and I just think, you know, things, a lot of things don't work out the way we want them to work out, but I'm so grateful for what I have. I am. That's why I keep it simple here on the sugar show. That's why I keep it simple, right? Because if y'all don't love me in, in the basics, in the basics, why? Why? Why am I going to do backflips and buy expensive cameras and all this other stuff just for y'all to not appreciate the, the 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 authentic connection that we do have, regardless, right? I ain't going to do that. Um, women. Uh, the boxing wizard says. Soul searching, looking in the mirror, life struggles and conquering anything and everything on the way. Mm-hmm. So you talking about soul searching and looking in the mirror. Ooh, you want to get that, that, that's that tough stuff, right? Soul searching? What does that mean? Soul searching. Soul searching um, leads to understanding, right? And there are certain things that we try to make sense of so we can understand it, but there's no sense in it. We just have to understand that, yeah, this was the card that I I was dealt and understand that the situation played out how it did. I can't, we can't take it back. We can't, there are no do-overs 
in life. But what we do is we can understand and learn to make better decisions moving forward, right? And heal our soul, heal that part of ourselves, right? Because mama gave us the, mama gave us the genetics where she's gonna always heal our bodies. We, we have to do the work to heal our souls and ourselves moving forward, right? That's how that, that, that works. Because I tell you, this life ain't easy. The, this life is not easy. It's not. And don't ever compare your life to anybody else's life. Don't ever look at somebody's, uh, you know, situation and say, oh, I wish I had. Because you don't know what they have. You really don't. You know what you have. And you know what you could do with what you have. And that's what you work with. Right. Y'all got I mean, uh, the the boxing wizard got me on here talking, like talking like how my grand people them used to talk. My auntie them, my uncle them, my granny them used to talk. Right. Because people don't talk like this no more. Talk like how this them talks that and this is what. Uh, I was on the I, I was on Talk and Fight the um the show with the boys on on Friday. Check it out on Fridays at seven p.m. Um, where we were talking about uh in the boxing gym, you 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 got the old fighters, the old trainers, the old gladiators used to sit around and just talk. And we learned, we, we learned so much from those conversations in the boxing gym. It was like therapy. There's no places like that anymore. These boxing gyms are really um, modern and you know, there's no place for that. But that, that part of it is also what built the champions into who they were at the time because then you see the champions from back then are way different from champions that we have now and there's a reason they were groomed differently champions back then had more soul to them these young bro these these guys nowadays ain't no soul there ain't no soul The boxing wizard says, which is more important, a physical connection or a spiritual connection? How would you describe the difference between the two? Hmm. Okay. So which is more important? It depends on the type of person you are. Okay. If you're going to ask me um, which is more important, the uh, physical connection or spiritual connection, I am in the part of my life uh, where I appreciate um, the spiritual connection the most right now because, um, like I said, that spirit is stronger than anything you got physical. That spirit is beyond um, what you can fathom in your brain. That spirit 
boy, tell you, that spirit is what makes you open your eyes the next day after you've had a horrible day previously, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that spirit is what makes you take that breath after that last breath that you thought you weren't gonna be able to make. Yeah. Um, that spirit keeps us holding on. So the spiritual connection to me is uh, most important now. That and and we we stick around because we have a spiritual connection to everyone and everything around us. When we lose our connection with what we have around us, we no longer participate in this world. I'm going to share another thing. Oh, we went into two hours for this show. My biological father um, died very young. And when I showed up to the hospital and I was speaking to the doctors about him and the situation, they said, we don't, we don't know. We don't know why he's, he's deteriorating. He's declining. We don't know why he's declining. Um, he, there, there, there are patients in this hospital who are far worse off health-wise than him, and 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 they're they're doing better. And um, and you know, it hurts to talk about it still now, because I I haven't really, I understand that it happened, but I haven't really come to terms with everything that is uh that led up to what what happened between me and my biological father but um i realized in that part like i said you know we play different parts we have different purposes and my purpose in 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 that moment of time, in the last moments of my father's life, my purpose was for me and him to come to terms with what happened between us. We were lucky enough to have that time to get to know each other and to understand each other. And before my father died, he looked at me and he said, I love you. He's Jamaican. Get emotional now. Um, and for the first time in my life, I felt it. He would say it to me before and it felt superficial. But when he told me that he loved me that last time, 
I understood what he meant. I understood what he meant. And I understood that it was okay. I came to terms with the fact that that's all I ever wanted from him. That's all I ever wanted from him. Right, there were the, the times where I felt like I needed him. At times he wasn't there, the times I was angry at him for not being around. When he told me he loved me, I realized that's all I ever wanted and it was okay. And my father died after that. And I'm so grateful. I am so grateful that we were able to close that chapter between us because a lot of people never got that opportunity. So I <laughs> said that, shared that to say this, that spiritual connection to me um, is, is, is more valuable than we can put words to. Um, and the difference between a spiritual and a physical connection is that spiritual connection is eternal. It's eternal because even my grandchildren who will never meet my father will know him and know who he is to me because of our spiritual connection. But my grandchildren will never know the physical connection, meaning they'll never know what it felt like uh, to have a hug from their great grandfather. They'll never know what it felt like or what, what it felt like when he used to nudge my head you know, they'll never know that. And those were physical connections. Those were physical gestures that my father would give to me uh, to, you know, to to show his, his adoration for me at the time, you know? And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand all of those things were done with love. You know, I didn't understand, um, you know, at times where he throws something at me, <laughs> you know, my dad was a, was a bit of a, um, he, he had a, a funny sense of humor. And so like, if he, he, he throws something and then pop off, you know, and you look at him and he just laugh, right? Um, they never understand what, what that is, but the spiritual part of it, they will understand because they will, they will know what they will know the love and love is spiritual. They'll know the love that he has passed down into me because I will now pass that love down into them. I, cause I'm an extension of him and his love. Um, the boxing wizard says I'm how I'm half South African. 
I learned a lot from my elders. It's priceless wisdom. Good. Um, you know, culture is also an extension of love. Culture, right? And I see why a lot of us fight so hard to maintain our culture. I fight hard to maintain my culture. My culture is Caribbean. My family's Jamaican. But, you know, Jamaicans are out of many people one. So my family is also a mix of many different cultures and many different races. And they've come together in my family pool in, in just one melting pot, right? And um, I've learned. I learned to see things from many different ways. I, I learned um, to express myself in many different ways um, through the different cultures that have influenced m me and um, and who I am from my elders, right? So yeah, I appreciate that big time. Uh, the elders are the value, right? Because the elders were the ones that were able to live the longest and experience life to that full, um, to, to that, to that full long age, because many of us die young. Um, and so lovely assistant, let's get back to this boxing. It's a two hour show. Uh, the boxing wizard then came in and, and really picked it up with, um, took on with me. All right. Uh, let's go. Let, let, let's finish off this, uh, pound for pound world, the best list and, um, for women's day. So lovely assistant. Lovely assistant, thank you. And so this is the pound for pound um, ranking or list for all the pound for pound uh, best women of Europe. Number one is Katie Taylor, okay? So Katie Taylor, lightweight, out of Ireland, 22 wins, zero losses, zero draws, okay? We all know Katie Taylor, she is celebrity too, okay? Six of those 22 wins have been KOs. But she ain't KO'd somebody in a long time. But she still remains the best of the best, okay? So Katie Taylor, ranked number one in Europe. Next, lovely assistant. Oh, and she's 36 years old. I know Katie Taylor was that. I thought Katie Taylor was much younger than that. She's 36 years old. Um, so she's in the prime of croneship. Um, lovely assistant. Next. I can see why she ain't waiting uh, for no, she ain't waiting for, for Amanda Ser Serrano to heal up. She fighting this one here. Chantel Cameron, we want to talk about that fighting, you know, after we go over the, these P for P. So Chantel uh, Cameron is a super lightweight out of the UK, okay, um, or England, okay, out of the UK. Uh, she is uh, 31 years old, 17 wins, zero losses, zero draws. 
eight of those 17 wins have been KOs. I am very impressed with this one. I like the way she fights. I like her style. I like her tenacity. I like her ring IQ. Uh, she will be fighting the rank number one, Katie Taylor from May 20th. And I am very curious to see what the outcome of that is. Though I think Chantel Cameron should have held on to her super, uh, to her super lightweight titles, undisputed titles uh, for much longer and, and kind of worked it a bit more um, before she jumped on to fighting Katie Taylor. Um, but we'll see you. I mean, we'll, we'll see what, what the plan is with this, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see why. Um, lovely assistant. Next, next picture. Next lady, Delphine Pursoon, ranked number three in Europe, pound for pound. She's 38 years old. She's out of Belgium, okay? 47 wins, three losses, zero KOs. You see the number? Damn! 19 of those 47 wins have been KOs, okay? And one of her three losses have been by KO, okay? Good number, great contender. They are avoiding this one like the COVID. Yeah, should I have said it? Yeah, they avoiding this one, they masking up. They, they don't want no parts of Delphine, right? And it ain't because she's, <laughs> because she's icky, it's because uh, she's a tough one to beat in there. She's a tough one to stand in there with. Delphine Pursoon would be a great three-minute fighter. Yeah. Um, she she just, that's the type of, that's the type of aura she has in there. That's the type of energy. And I would have, I would, I would have loved if, you know, we would entertain three minutes so fighters like Delphine Pursoon can really filter the division um of of those who 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 can't um stand the pressure next picture next picture lovely assistant next picture okay and so we got lightweight out of france estelle mosley at 30 years old okay 11 wins zero losses zero draws okay good record and she's a lightweight She's a, she's she's just um getting over ten fights, but no one's really uh, she hasn't really hit the spotlight just yet with with um such a pristine record, no losses, and she only has one KO. So a lot of these punks may want to jump on this because she ain't knocking nobody. Well, she knocked one person out, you know. So a lot of these punks out here may have a chance. Lightweight division. She's thirty years old. She has time. She has a, she has a bit more time. So looking forward to see where this contender goes. Happy Women's Day, Estelle. You done made the list at number five. Next, lovely assistant. Next. Uh, so we have Dina. Uh, yeah, Dina Thursland. 29 years old, Bantamweight out of Denmark, 
19 wins, zero losses, zero draws. Eight of those 19 wins by knockout. Okay, so, I mean, this is a great record. Very good, right? And Bantamweight is a lot of Bantamweights out here. So there should be money being made in these divisions, right? Um, I, I, I'm curious now. I, I, I want to see, I, I want to see what the action is looking like in this Bantamweight division. Cause there's a lot of them out here. Um, next, next pound for pound European female boxer. Okay. So Dino is ranked number five, lovely assistant. Come on. Give me number six. The Boxing Wizard says, cultures and traditions are special for numerous reasons. If we lose our values, we lose ourselves. I'm happy to see a lady on Women's Day has all these traditions intact. You ought to be proud. <laughs> well, I have all of these things intact because I have some strong people that raised me into understanding how valuable and what well, how invaluable my cultures and my culture and traditions are yeah money can't buy these things money i mean the, the culture and tradition is something passed down um from those that lived life before us and these memories and these cultures and traditions are important were that were so important that they extended it down to the next generation and so on and so on and so on and so when i became a mommy and decided to play and played a role i realized how important it is for me to extend the cultures and traditions down into my own child so then uh his children and his children's children will be spiritually connected with the elders who, you know, I not only will it be me, but the elders, uh, the, the ones before um, their, his mother and, and his, you know, what would be my, my grandchildren's grandmother, right? So those are the, uh, that's the only, Thing. That's the only connection we'll have after after this physical body's gone. Our cultures and traditions. I am proud. Come on, lovely assistant. Where are you at? Come on now. All right. So we got us uh, uh, Segalin Lefebvre. Okay. I did my best. She's 29 years old. She's out of French and she's a super band of weight. 16 wins, zero losses, zero draws. One of those 16 wins are by KO. Okay. Super Bantam. So where the Super Bantam's at? Where does I know so I know uh Estrada um in them. She she got a lot of competition out here that she can call on overseas too. This is this is some good stuff, right? So her seven second knockout and all of that stuff that ain't impressed me by fighting one of these um, 
I'm fighting a couple of these bantamweight um, pound for pound international females. Um, uh, Miss Estrada, give me number seven, lovely assistant. Number seven. All right, so we have Sarah Mafon out of Denmark, featherweight, so pretty popular weight division. Okay, 12 wins, one loss, zero draws. Out of the 12 wins, three of them are by KO. Good for you, girl, right? That's a quarter of your wins by KO. Um pound for pound you done made the list at, at number seven so good on you the boxing wizard comes in and says senisa estrada is fighting soon her footwork is great everything great on that on that broad i she's one of my she's one of my favorites out here senisa uh estrada she she's got it together um she has good but she has good footwork. She puts her punches together fantastically. And she has a good IQ in the ring. I love her moxie in there as well, which is spirit, right? I love how she operates. Um, and she's, she's just uh, an authentic badass to me. So um, Thank you for bringing her name forward, the Boxing Wizard. You know your stuff out there. I mean, I'm I'm really starting to feel, I'm feeling you. I'm, I'm really feeling you. <laughs> um, lovely assistant. You making me forget that I'm in cyberspace, that, that people watching. People are looking. Um, so we got Tina Ruprich, okay? Uh, and, and Tina is a minimum weight. So tiny, tiny gal, tiny broad behaving badly out here, out of Germany. Been a long time. Ger them Germans used to, used to be tough out here back, especially back in the nineties. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with the, with the boxing development of, of women's of women's boxing over there in Germany, but uh, right now, but back in the nineties, early two thousands, they were they were not to be played with, and they they were they were raking in all the titlements and belts. Um, so Tina's thirty years old. Um, I don't know if I said it early, yeah. Um, so yeah, 30 years old. So she has some time. She's not a crone yet. She's still abroad in the game. Good numbers. Let's see where she goes with it. She's going to need to get some meat on her bones and, and or she's going to need to weigh in heavy and, and, and fight some of these bigger gals so she can get some, some, some action out here and rounds. Lovely assistant. Next, next lady, next broad. The boxing wizard comes in and says, do you think Clarissa is the GOAT? Her amateur record and professional record is outstanding. This is how I feel about my dear Clarissa Shields. Um, and it's Guat, 
right? You got to put the W in it, whatever that is. Um, so she's, she's branded or tagged herself as the greatest woman of all time. And in order to be the greatest woman of all time, you would have had to start it. Right? Of all time. That means you started the shit. You're the reason why this shit is happening. Right? That's the greatest of all time. Right? The greatest being of all time is God. <laughs> right? God started this shit and God finna end it <laughs> when God feel like it. Right. So when somebody says of all greatest of all time, now you're now you're talking as if you're a deity. Now you're talking as if you're, you know, you are beyond. Um, you're beyond human invention. What Miss Clarissa Shields needs to understand that all of her achievements are possible because of those who were great that were before her, right? And she was not greater than those women who were before her. How? How was she greater than what's before her? She didn't make it. She didn't make it up, right? So, I mean, that's like me saying I'm greater than my parents. I'm greater than my grandparents. I'm greater than my great, 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 great. How? They made me. Because of them, I'm here. How am I greater? So that's my take on the guat or the greatest of all time talk. Right? Um, a lot, like I said, there's a lot of imitation in women's boxing right? Where these broads imitate the shit that the men said in men's boxing to sell their brand, right? In order for us to authentically make greatness and great statements, we have to understand and be fans of our history. And I'm not sure if Clarissa Shields can name uh, five women who were outstanding fighters before her. I'm not sure if she could, right? And if she could, good. But I, I haven't heard her make mention of any of them. And that's where she goes wrong with me, right? Because if I'm great, and if I profess to be great, I have to talk about where this greatness comes from, right? And the, the greatness didn't come from mailboxing. Her greatness came from women's boxing. Her greatness came from women who have sacrificed 
themselves, their lives, and devoted their energies towards making a platform that she can stand on. If it wasn't for those women, who would she be? She's not a beauty queen. She wasn't born into wealth. She didn't have anything besides the ability to fight, right? And if people didn't open the doors for her to make something of herself from that ability, who would she be? So you can't say of all time. She is certainly great, but she is not the greatest woman boxer of all time. Absolutely not. Um, and her amateur record and professional re record is outstanding compared to what? Compared to what? Y'all still, a lot of people out here still don't understand what these records, professional and amateur mean. Her amateur record, who did she fight in the amateurs? Okay, she's, I think she has what, 12 or 13 fights now? So she fought 13 people now. Who? Compared to, check, check the record. Check the great women fighters. Check the great women's middleweights. Check the good women's middle. Check the amateur women's middleweights back in the day. I doubt that Clarissa Shields would be would be great in front of Veronica Simmons, who was one of the greatest middleweight amateurs. Letitia Robinson, who was one of the greatest U.S. Uh, middleweight amateurs. Clarissa Shields came around in a time where the, the, the talent pool was shallow. I take nothing from her though. She is a great fighter, but the, the, the sea, when she, during the time when she's coming up, the sea didn't have as many sharks. That's that's what I have to say about that. Um, amateur and pro. Um, the Boxing Wizard says, Ann Wolf and Layla Ali were great too. I don't believe you can give yourself a title. It's egotistical. Yeah, I think I think Ann Wolf was a great fighter, and I think Layla Ali was a, a great fighter as well. Um, Layla Ali in her prime, Layla Ali at 26 years old versus Clarissa Shields at 26 years old. I don't, I you guys. Clarissa Shields ain't going to be able to stand in there with no damn Layla Ali at 26 years old. Because Layla Ali would never hurt nobody. I mean, not Layla. Clarissa Shields ain't hurt nobody. 
Layla Ali, at the end of the day, whether her fights were, I mean, her fights were, you know, picked, but Layla Ali could bang. She had heavy hands, right? And she wasn't, she wasn't backing off like no damn Savannah Marshall did. She was going to fight. She would have fought Clarissa. Same thing being in there with Jackie Frazier lied. Right? These, these were solid. These were legitimately big broads. Right? Clarissa Shields, 5'8", I think, middleweight. These broads are 5'10". And they solidly hold like they cutting down to be middleweight <laughs> you think clarissa shields gonna be able to stand in there with with them and they're being taught because back in those times the the real trainers were still alive i don't know what clarissa shields the way she operates in there clarissa shields ain't she ain't doing nothing, no old school. She ain't doing nothing old school, right? What she doing, the new school stuff is working, right? But let her go in there with somebody who was taught to fight old school and you'll see a different fight. That's all I have to say about that. Um... So, you know, I'm not going to call her egotistical or everything. I, I'm going to, but what I will do is say Clarissa Shields clearly is not, um, it, it is not informed on the history of her, of her sport, of, of what she does. She's not informed. Um, because she does seem like someone that, um does have a she does have a head on her shoulders if she did a bit more research she would understand where she is in 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 you know just in the scope of things and and she would reword some of the things that she has said um the boxing wizard says i agree those that came before you laid the foundation upon which you stand. I can't be greater than those who made who who made the the thing that I'm standing on. I can't be greater than that. They made the shit. You know what I'm saying? They 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 allowed they 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 put the thing in order for me to step into. I didn't make nothing up. How am I going to be greater than them? Um, and and when Ali Muhammad Ali said that, if I mean, if people really, if Clarissa and everyone who imitates or mimics what these fighters say, they if 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 they really looked into the historical um, footage. Muhammad Ali came back and said, I am not the greatest of all time. I may be one of, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, but I'm not the greatest of all time. He understood what Jack Johnson and them did. 
right? Sullivan, all of them people were fighting 26 rounds to the death, all of that stuff. How he going to be greater than them? Right? And he said it. So, I mean, you know, one hand, you can't wash one hand with one hand. You need two hands to wash the hand, right? Um, e. Doolittle comes in and says, joining late was their discussion a potential Taylor Cameron fight. Just a little bit, E. Doolittle. I mean, this, I mean, I didn't want this to, I didn't expect this to be such a long show. What I was doing or what I'm doing is I'm featuring um, all the, pound, the, 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 the women on, of all the different continental regions on uh, the women on the pound for pound list of the different continental regions. So I did Africa. I did Asia. Uh, I'm finishing up uh, Europe. And then I will go into North America and South America. But um, and having a wonderful conversation with the boxing wizard who knows their stuff. Um, what do you think about this Taylor Cameron fight that's coming up, E. Doolittle? Tell me what you think. They says potential. I thought they had locked it in. Thought they had announced it that it was locked in. Lovely assistant, can you put the pitch? Can can you give me my next uh, the next broad on this European pound for pound list? While you do that, I will um, read what the boxing wizard says. Uh, the Boston Wizard says, I value your knowledge. I've learned a few new things today. Thank you. As female, what would you change about female boxing if you could? Do you have any regrets about your own career? Hmm. Um, what I would change about female boxing right now is the the fact that we've given away our, our power in female boxing by now um you know relying or 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 subjugating ourselves to being on the same platform as our male counterparts right what we used to do is even though it wasn't you know even though it wasn't promoted as largely as male boxing, we had our own platforms that we fought on. We made our own money. We didn't depend on the male boxing promoters to really give us anything. Um, and a lot of it was, you know, underground or a lot of it was where it, it wasn't glorified. Right, but for the sake of now stardom, right? It's it's it it's now something where we've traded in our value for attention, just to have some attention, right? Women's women boxers are doing anything to get on male cards, or cards that feature males, right? They're doing anything. Did they? They're doing anything for attention. Meaning, um, 
they're doing anything to to, to make it all about me, 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 instead of before the attention was we, 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 we're a movement. We as women are coming together to support women's boxing, not just each other, but women's boxing. So we follow our me each other's media. We, you know, we speak on to each other one-on-one on platforms where you know we're we're not we're not it it was catty back in the day but it wasn't so catty that two women didn't have sense enough to get together and 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 make some money or women didn't have sense enough to build their value so then when they do come together to fight it is it, it is an authentic matchup of who will be the better woman that night. And they leave with that. There, it's not like that anymore. Everything is bought in female boxing. You buy an opponent, you buy a win. I'm on the A side, you buy, everything's bought. Nothing's really worked for. And it's all about now who's the most popular it's not who's the best fighter, it's who's the most popular, right? Great contenders get ignored because the popular broads won't fight them. Back in the day, even if she may be a popular broad, she wants to fight the best and everybody had a voice. It's not like that anymore. So. I, I would change that. I, I would, I would keep, I would keep the, the um, opportunities that we have now, but I would change the mentality of women's boxing and women's boxers uh, presently. Um, lovely assistant, hello, wake up. I know it's getting late, but come on, give me my other picture. Thank you. Um, uh, women's boxing, I mean, sorry, the boxing wizard asked me, do you have any regrets about your own career? I regret that I didn't, how can I say? I regret that I waited too late to be myself. For most of my career, I, I, I kept myself in somewhat of a box. I subdued myself so I could fit in to what people thought I should be. And it, it wasn't very fun. I, when I started fighting out of it, when I started saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm me, take it or leave it. I'm me, you should like me. I'm fun, I'm good, I'm worth it. When I started saying that, then I started having fun. It started being fun. And I started really connecting with more people. And so, you know, that that's, that's more of my regret. 
you know, my, my regret was, my regret is I would, you know, laying the foundation for something meant that you had to, that I, laying the foundation for something means that you have to understand that those who don't know it won't understand you and what you do. So you have to give them understanding. You have to understand yourself and be content with what you are. Right? Took me a while to understand that I'm a fighting woman and I love it. Right? Took me a while to come to terms with being content with the fact that I'm a bad bitch and it's okay. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch and I'm a mom. I'm a bad bitch and I'm a good mom. I'm a bad bitch and I was a wife and I was a good wife. I'm a bad bitch and I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend, but I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> and it's okay. Um, Savannah Marshall um, is number nine on the pound for pound European boxing list. Okay. She's 31 years old, 12 wins, one loss, zero draws. Okay. 10 of those 12 wins are by KO. Ooh, that was orchestrated. Okay. And, uh, she's lost one time. So she's, uh, and I, it's a, her most recent showing. See, now she's tasting, she's tasting how um, sweet defeat is as well, right? So she's going to have to come to terms and come through that. I know she's, she's having a tough time um, right now. But this type of tough times will either, um, you know, she'll either be a lump of coal or the process will turn her into a diamond and I am here for it. I, I want to see what, I, I want to see what happens. So Amanda Marshall, she, she always had great potential. She still has great potential. She has the size. She has the, the knowledge. She has the, um, you know, she, she, she has the ability to, perform at an elite level, but she's got to get her mind right. She's got to get her mind right. And she's got to come to terms with who she is. And that's what I, I, I see. Savannah Marshall it ha has been imitating who she thinks everybody wants her to be the whole time. The, the sooner she comes to terms with who she is and being content with it, the better off women's boxing will be because then she'll add, she'll add to what we got going on out here. Um, next, next, next baddie and the last baddie on the European 
the bag lady. Cecilia Brekas. Um, so she's number 10, ranked number 10 in Europe. She's out of Norway. She's 41 years old. Okay. Um, 37 wins, two losses, zero draws. Nine of those um, 37 wins have been by KO. Okay. And she lost two times. She was the reigning champion for over for over a decade, like way over a decade. Um, she held on to all her titles, girl. Why they put this picture? I know y'all saying. I know y'all gonna think I'm picking with Cecilia, but her eyebrows are. Her eyebrows are just. Why y'all do this box wreck? This girl is beautiful. Why y'all pick this picture with her stenciled eyebrows? She looked like she went, looked like she went, and put the thing and colored it in with a sharpie. Don't do this to us. Stop it, because my picture ain't the best on there either. Box spray, you be doing us bad. Stop. The bag lady. Um, Cecilia Brekus is still around. I thought she had a fight coming up with Terry Harper, but I guess it didn't pan out because it's not on box rack. Let's see what she does with her last couple seconds, um, of fame in the spotlight. Okay. Um, she is, they want to say she's a great, they're going to say that she's a great fighter. She has fought all the good names, all the great fighters, pretty much. She, Cecilia Brackett has fought. They, a lot of her wins have been orchestrated, okay? But she stuck around nonetheless. So um, let's see what her um, career finale will look like, okay? A lovely assistant. Let's, let's go into the North American baddies. Okay, so before I get to this, before I get to uh, who we looking at right now, let's, um, let me see. Uh, the, the boxing wizard says, thank you for taking the time out to interact. I appreciate it. However, I wish you a blessed day. We were meant to cross paths today on a happy women's uh, day with a spiritual conversation. It is indeed rare. Okay. Um, the boxing wizard says, I will sit back and enjoy the show. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Thank you for interacting with me, boxing rig, uh, wizard. I, I really, I really enjoy our conversation. I love getting deep down into the, you know, into the unexplainable parts of, um, being a fighter and, and, the hard-fought perspective, uh, you know, of the lessons that we get from our, our journeys and our past. So I thank you for bringing that part out of, of me and, and allowing me to share that with uh, those who are viewing. I appreciate that. We, we, um, we did good together on this uh, Women's Day. 
Um, so who we're looking at right now is Amanda Serrano, who is ranked number one pound for pound um, in North, North America. She's 34 years old. She has 44 wins, 30 of those wins by knockouts, two losses, and one draw. Okay, so I mean, that number... Um, she's worked hard and, and in her career and she, she ain't got no cell phone. Okay. You used to call me on your cell phone, but not Amanda. Cause she ain't got no cell phone. Okay. When you need my love, call me on my cell phone. <laughs> I know when that hotline bling, it can only mean one thing. <laughs> Y'all don't even know where that song come from. And I'm on here acting a damn fool. It's late. Amanda Serrano says she ain't got no cell phone. Jordan don't let her talk and have no friends or nothing. It's just all boxing. Girl, you're 34 damn years old, but you know what? It paid off. It paid off. Look at you now. Pound for pound, the best. Loneless. Girl, you can't even call nobody and say, girl, and say, Mom, I won. You ain't pick up the phone. You, you seen me on that motherfucker? I won that shit. You ain't, you ain't got nobody that you calling. You celebrating by... You you going back to the court, Jordan? I did it, girl. You need some. You need a cell phone, so you can call me on your cell phone late night when you need my love. <laughs> this is the sugar show, okay? Let me have my fun. <laughs> Amanda, girl, I ain't mad at you. You number one. You worked hard. Okay, uh, congratulations. You're 34 years old. You just getting into your chrome ship. You got a couple more years to ride this thing on out. I kind of feel like you, you I, I kind of feel like you jiving, pulling this injury against Katie. Um, so you this fight coming up against Katie Taylor, uh, May 20th. I think you're, I think, I, I think you're jiving. Okay. But at the same time, the way Erica Cruz uh, cracked you open, she had your ass leaking in there. She, uh, you might be injured, right? I like what Erica did. Erica knew that she wasn't going to come out of that fight the winner by decision. So she said she was going to leave a mark. She was going to leave you with something. And she left you with something, didn't she, girl? You got to set your ass out for a little bit so you can heal up. But when one door closes, right, another one may open. And so now we have an interesting matchup between your, your contender or your, you know, your rematch person that like Katie Taylor versus Chantel and then you know whatever happens from that then you know you may have a uh, an opportunity to dance the dance with Chantel too right 
that's how it works, right? That it, it it makes the pot it, it makes the pot bubble a little bit more. Bub I'm doing the, the shimmy shake, but you know, the pot starts to bubble, right? And people and, and money, more money starts to be made, which is what we want. Um next picture, next picture, lovely assistant. Um Alistar Overin comes in talking about LOL. What you LOLing about? Huh? You come in LOL. Huh? You laughing at Suge? Laugh with Suge. <laughs> the boxing wizard comes in and says, I don't want to keep interrupting, but you said orchestrated records. My channel is based on orchestrated records, exposing truth. What are the chances? However, it's too intellectual for many. It's too intellectual for many, but they need to hear it because listen, the boxing wizard, what's going to happen is when the light comes on, guess who they going to run to? And they going to say, they said it. Sugar told me so. The boxing wizard says it. I see it now. Right? So don't stop what you're doing. Um, and the boxing wizard, let me know when, let me know when your show comes on and your channel, um, you do your stuff because I I, I would love to chime in on, on what you got going on too. Yeah. Um the boxing wizard comes in talking about sing along. <laughs> I try my best to sing, right? In the shower, I sound a lot better. Lovely assistant, come on, picture, picture with a picture at. I was trying to clear this whole thing before three hours. Okay, so we got Cinesia Estrada ranked at number two in North America. Super feather, no, 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 no. We got the pictures all jumbled up. Sinesia Estrada is actually minimum weight. She's ranked number three in North America, okay? In the USA, she's 30 years old, okay? She's 23 wins, zero losses, zero draws. Nine of those 23 are by KO, okay? Uh, she, she, she did a thing that I didn't like, that seven-second knockout, I think that bullshit that she came on. So her and her people then brought a tomato can boxer. And I call her a tomato can because her ass knew she wasn't ready neither, right? But she came on there, looked like she took a couple um, boxer size classes and she thought she was ready. And Shanisa came out and dusted her, uh, dusted her donut, okay? On there, she fell, she was on you know what I'm saying? Like uh, like Michael Orr said, she slumped, she slumped that broad. And so now she's on record as having the one of the fastest knockouts in female boxing. Cat! We're gonna take that one off the record, okay? Anyway, we don't want to leave it at that, but Ranked at number three in North pound for pound in North America, Shanice Estrada. She is a very good fighter. 
Um, and I hope that she moves up and down and all around find these bantam weights and super bantam weights and all of this stuff out there because I know that she has the talent to do so. I'm looking forward to see how she extends herself. Next, give me the next picture. What's the next picture? Give me the next broad, Michaela Meyer. Oh, we just all over the place now, ain't we? Let me get my paper straight. Michaela Meyer is ranked number four. She's number four on, on the pound for pound North American list, okay? She's 32 years old. I didn't know she was older than Carissa. Yeah, she's 32 years old. She got 17 wins, one loss, zero draws. Five of those 17 wins uh, have been by KO, okay? Um, so she's, I think she's in line to fight a, a very, very great, good contender named Christina Linadarto out of Greece. They call her Medusa. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that fight coming up, but this is a pound for pound fighter, a North American fighter that's giving another, a, a contender uh, an opportunity. And I think Michaela is giving a content, finally giving a contender an opportunity because um, she's getting that karmatic retribution that she deserves um, from, you know, doing what she did with her previous opposition, and now that, and now losing her titles to Alicia Bumgardner, um, she's got to get back to the end of the line and and fight her way back up to contention. Um, yeah. So next, 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 next. Um, okay, so we got Jessica Nier, uh, Plata, okay, out of Mexico, light flyweight, ranked number five, okay? Um, and we didn't put Alicia Bumgarner, Alicia Bumgarner's picture didn't come up here. I don't know how that happened, but Alicia Bumgarner is ranked number two in North America, okay? Her, this is not her picture. She's 28 years old. Okay, and she sports a great record, and she is that she is that gal right now. Okay, she is the broad right now. I had a very um, remarkable win over a, a good contender, and um, I think the last name is McCallid, and um, now now she just waits on the sideline, licking her chops, seeing who else is up. Uh, to test her for for the title but going back to this so Jessica Plata is 28 years old she's ranked number five light flyweight out of Mexico her record is 29 wins two losses three of those 29 wins are by KO okay so she has a good number light flyweight okay she has opportunity and potential to make some money out here let's see it next 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 Next, lovely assistant, next picture. The boxing wizard comes in and says, I started four days ago. It's universal law numer numerology. 
If you wish, I would collab anytime. I'm all about bringing dark to light and teaching to those who don't know. Okay, I'm gonna check you out, the boxing wizard. I'm gonna check you out. I'm gonna check what you got going on out. Okay? Yeah. I, I like all that. All of that stuff is a science. It is. Come on. Come on, lovely assistant. We're almost done. We're almost done. Come on. Let's give these ladies their flowers. Marlon Esparza. Just going to be real fast because she ain't been doing nothing lately. But she is ranked at number six. She's a flyweight out of the USA. She's 33 years old. 13 wins, one loss, one KO, okay? We waiting for her to get back on the scene because she ain't done nothing in a very long time. But she's still ranked at number six. Um, Over fighters who are active. Go figure. Um, Next, lovely assistant, next. The Boxing Wizard says, I studied hidden numerology language uh, gematria for 10 years. Letters are numbers. This information has been heavily suppressed. However, trying to teach it has become a task. You know what, uh, the boxing wizard, sometimes, sometimes everybody ain't, it ain't for everybody to learn, if you know what I mean. Sometimes it's just for you to know right and for you to use it to enhance others not so much teach them if you know what i mean right i i would love to i would love to know a little bit more about this hidden language it's always good to learn uh you know add add more to your repertoire, because with this thing, you know, this thing might add, I, I may not understand it as, as well as you do, Boxing Wizard, this numerology language, uh, gematria, but um, in in me knowing what it means and, and how it can help me, it, it can very much enhance my my abundance and me moving forward in, in this life, because I know this is something, it's a science that works right if it didn't work it wouldn't have made it this far and you know down the line into history lovely assistant come on come on come on give me my next image we're at number seven come on lovely assistant come on next next the boxing wizard says that's very true well i'm glad you agree at number seven we got middleweight self proclaimed guat uh clarissa shields but let's call her t-rex okay um she's fan fantabulous fantabulous fighter right she 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 has gotten a plus plus on everything that she's done in boxing so far so great on her 13 wins zero losses zero draw draws Two K um out of the 13 wins, she's had two KOs. Alistar come Overeem comes in and says, That's my baby. Okay, so Alistar, you like you you love you some Clarissa Shields. Okay, then cool. Um, 
I, I, I'm really proud of her. I, I, I met her when she was an amateur, when she came for the Commonwealth Games in Canada. Very down to earth person, despite of how they paint her in, in the media. And she may be over the top for, you know, um, on social media, her, you know, but she's, she's, she's a nice, she's a nice gal. She's a nice broad, um, you know, just like any, uh, any, any other female, just, just don't get her fucked up. That's all. <laughs> um, so she, at, at number seven, middleweight, um, she, Clarissa Shields, I, I, I mean, I don't understand how Clarissa Shields is ranked at number seven as a middleweight in, in the USA. Right. I just don't understand how she's, but you know, I, her numbers. Okay. She's only had 13 fights where Amanda Serrano has, um, you know, they, they've done their due. They've padding meant and Paddington then legitified and, and done everything they needed to do to shake the tree and shake the game for it to work in her favor, right? So Amanda Serrano has the numbers. That's why she's ranked number one. Um, and she has the titles. Clarissa Shields has everything except for the numbers. So I guess, I, I, I guess that's why she is one, two, three, four, five, six notches above Clarissa Shields. I still don't get it, but okay. Lovely assistant, next, next, next. And at number eight, we got welterweight Jessica McCaskill out of the USA. She's 38 years old, 12 wins, three losses, zero draws. Out of the 12 um, wins, five RKO's. Technically, I was one of those. Yeah. Um, which I, a lot of people argue, a lot of people say our fight was stopped prematurely. I did get dropped in the fight, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't out of the fight. I got up and I was ready to continue fighting and we gave, I, I, I took and gave just like she took and gave, but I fought her in her hometown and you know, it, it was just not a good day at the office for me. I would have loved to have a, a, a rematch with her, but that that just wasn't in, she, she wasn't going to rematch Shug. She wasn't going to rematch me. And she moved on to being this, this now, you know, top ranked fighter, which I also, you know, I mean, she has some good money behind her. So she, she has some good backing to, to help her um, maintain where she is and wh what her standing is. So good on you, um, Jessica. Um, let's, let's see how long you stick around doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but she's ranked number eight in the USA, just under Clarissa Shields. I, I just... I think they misranked Clarissa. I really do. 
Um, next, 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 next. Um, the boxing wizard says the alphabet has 26 letters. A equals one, B equals two, etc. I've deciphered things from the Bible to boxing events. It's a complete eye opener to who we are and what you can see after studying the art. Man, I want to see. So um, help me figure out how to decipher some stuff from my new, for, you know, from my the hidden numer numerology and in, in my stuff, in my uh, letters and numbers, the boxing wizard. I need you to help me out with my stuff. Maybe you'll give me some direction on my crazy life. <laughs> um, so y'all are looking at Yocasta Val. Okay, she's ranked number nine. She's out of Costa Rica. She's 30 years old, 27 wins, nine of those wins by KO and two losses. Okay, she is a minimum weight. So she's a small gal out here fighting. She needs, you know, but she, she needs to... Gains to get get up there and put some you know put some boots on and weigh in heavy so she can get some fights with some of these international broads and get her money up and and get her her money making potential going. Next, 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 next. Um, lovely assistant. Next, next. Come on, what's the next one? Y'all, I gotta get up early in the morning. Let's finish this. Why I made it? Nah, it ain't Yolanda Bop, is it? Lovely assistant. Some of my pictures got, some of these pictures got lost. So it's not there, okay? Um, this is not who you're looking at. But at number 10, we have a banner, um, 10 rank pound for pound in the USA is a bantamweight named Yulian uh, uh, Avila. She's 29 years old. She's a bad, um, she, she has 24 wins, four of those wins by knockout, three losses and one draw, okay? Now you're looking at the pound for pound rank number one baddie in South America. She's out of Argentina and her name is Jessica Bop. Okay, she's 38 years old. She's been around. I've seen her. She's strong. She's she's a little a little um choleric fighter, and she's strong. Okay, um, 37 wins, three losses, zero draws. 17 of those uh, wins are by KO. I told you she was strong. Okay, excuse me. Next. Next, and she's a light flyweight, so she, she can get some action going. We have a bantamweight out of Argentina named Juliana Basaldo, okay? Ten wins, two losses, zero draws. She's been KO'd one time in her one of her um, two losses. And out of her ten wins, she has two KOs, okay? She's KO'd two people. She is 32 years old. Okay, and she's bantam weight, so she's she, there. There's work out her out here for her to to get, and money out here for her to make. Next, next, 
And so next we have um, Gabriela Alanis, uh, ranked number three, pound for pound, South American region. She's a flyweight out of Argentina. She is 14, zero, and zero. Mean, and, and 14 of those, um, sorry, six of those 14 wins are by KO. Okay, good number. She's a flyweight. So you know, she she can get some action out here. She gains a little or loses loses a little, right? Um, it, it all depends on on these little broads uh, how they move. They can make some money out here. Next, next pitcher, next broad, and come on, next, good and ranked number four in South America pound for pound, Leonella Utica. She's 34 years old. Boy, she look about 12 years old in this picture. She got some good young looking jeans. Okay. Um, but she's she's 34 years old. Um 18 wins, one loss, three draws. One of those 18 wins have been by KO. Flyweight out of Argentina. Okay. Next, next. Next, okay. And so this is uh, Michaela, Michaela uh, Lijuan, Liwan out of Argentina. She's a super flyweight. Okay, so we just skipped. This is not um. This is not the number five ranked pound for pound. Broad. I don't know where that picture went, but the number five ranked pound for pound broad in South America is a broad named Yanina Lozano. She's 27 years old out of Argentina. Her record is 12 wins, uh, three of them by KO, two and then two losses. What we're looking at is super flyweight. Um, Michaela uh, Lewan. Le Luan, Luan, um, she's 23 years old out of Argentina. I love, I, I like her, her, her record number, 11 wins, one loss, one draw. So one, 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 one. Okay, three of those 11 wins are by KO. Okay, next picture. Next, let's go and get it on down, it on down the fast road. Okay, so at number seven, on the South American pound for pound list, okay? Uh, we got super bantamweight out of Argentina, Deborah, uh, Deborah uh, Leonisius. Leonisius, she has 30, 35 wins, four losses, zero draws. Six of the 35 wins are by KO, okay? So pretty good number. Uh, I mean, pre pretty good numbers on on this on this broad out here. She's 34 years old, so she's actually getting into Cronin, okay? Uh, super bantamweight. I'd love I'd love to see her get in there with um, some of these uh, name celebrity uh, lightweight gals. Yeah, Tunisia. Yeah, all of them. Uh, let's go. Number eight. Come on. Lovely assistant. We're, we're on home stretch now. Home stretch. Come on. All right. 
All right, we've got the number eight featherweight out of Argentina, Brenda Carbajal, 32 years old, 18 wins, five losses, one draw. Nine of those 18 wins have been by KO, so 50% of her wins are by uh, KO. That's pretty good. That means she got that thunderclap, I think. Um, and that featherweight, too. I would love to see her get in there with some of these names. She got some money to make out here. Hey, and names, this is a real contender. Pick her up. Come on, get it. Get get her. She deserves it. She deserves this money. She she made her her pound for pound reaching. Next, at number nine, come on. Lovely assistant. We got Maria Monil. Okay, lightweight out of Uruguay. She's uh she had 12 wins, one loss, zero draw. Okay. Two of those uh 12 wins are two of those um two KOs out of the 12 wins, okay? And she's the lightweight. So she's she's in a pretty good weight division to shake some things up and make some money as a as a good contender. Why these broads, why these celebrity broads are not choosing her? I don't know. I, I'd like to see the action, though. Um, she's got a good number, 12, uh, 13 fights. Okay. Um, and at number 10, lastly, number 10, featherweight, Argentinian, Daniela Bermudez. She's 33 years old. She did fight uh, Amanda Serrano. I think Amanda Serrano stopped her. Um, I think they had a 10-round fight. Amanda Serrano stopped her in the later parts of the fight. She's 30 wins, four losses, three draws. 10 of those 30 wins are by KO, and she's been KO'd once out of her four losses. Okay? So... Uh, pretty decent contender. She's been in there with the pound for pound best of the USA. Um, and she got some, she's got a little bit more money to make if she extends herself and start calling out some of these other um, bras in the way. Lovely assistant. Let me just wrap up the show now. I know I, I sent you I sent you yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so it looks like what y'all are looking at is Taylor versus Cameron. This this is one this is the promotion for them launching the the um um goodness I've lost my word. <laughs> they they've uh launched the the um announcement for this potential upcoming fight. I thought the I thought the contract was um signed for this, but we don't know if it's locked in just yet, I guess. So, Amanda Serrano pulled an injury. She was in a tough ass fight with uh Erica Cruz, like I said. Erica lost on paper, but it looked like Erica actually won the fight because she stopped that broad from making she stopped that broad from making that next paycheck. Yeah. So who won? Who won? Right? Um I don't know. Erica, if if there was supposed to be a, a rematch after 
that fight with Amanda Serrano, um, I mean, with Erica Cruz, I don't know, Katie, if, if I was Katie, I would have, well, I don't know. I would have fought Erica Cruz. I would have fought Erica Cruz, right? Um, but maybe not because Erica Cruz looked like she had gotten um, banged up also from that fight. Um, but it sounds as though um, Katie Taylor was the one that called out Chantel Cameron. I don't think I I don't think Chantel should have jumped at that call out. Right? Why? Because Chantel Cameron is the undisputed light, um, super lightweight champion. Bitch, you gonna wait right? Like, that's me. It's not like it'll never happen again. But Chantel Cameron, I mean, you by I don't know, like how the rules go is when you go down to fight someone at a lesser weight, you, you know, you relinquish your titles. So I, I think Chantel Cameron will have to relinquish her titles in order for this fight to happen between her and Katie Taylor. Because Katie Taylor ain't moving up. Katie Taylor been that weight ever since she became pro, right? Everybody knows the darling doesn't really budge on anything, right? Um, supposedly, um, you know, the, 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 I don't know. Either it was shenanigans with Amanda Serrano, meaning that, you know, she may have demanded more money or you know there there might have been something that they wanted to negotiate a bit more on and it didn't work out or she was actually or she actually got fucked up in in the last fight and got injured um by Erica Cruz you know who's to say I mean I can't call her on her cell phone so I mean she can there we can only know what she she what she's allowed to say out here um to people right because you know she's very I, I, they they lock her up they put her in that room and they lock her away in the tower until she's ready to fight again um and that's in between her shopping for sneakers for basketball shoes that she can fight in yes i'm going in on that because like i said i just thought it was kind of lame that you fighting in basketball shoes when you could have brought a whole new stream of business into the boxing game by probably designing your own woman's boxing shoe and wearing it in the ring while you fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're supposed to be, if Amanda Serrano is supposed to be Amanda Serrano and all this shit where people looking up to her, you're supposed to be a fan of yourself enough to know that people will buy, people will buy what I, what I'm selling, right? I ain't finna help Jordan sell basketball shoes when I'm a boxer. <laughs> anyway, um, we want to wrap this, let's wrap the show up. Um, my concern is if Chantel Cameron's going to vacate her newly won undisputed title ship. If she if she's if she does that, I don't think 
it, it's a smart move on her part um, for doing this because um, your career has to be more than a fight with Katie Taylor, right? And, you know, you, Chantel Cameron, earning all those titles in, in a fantastic fight between you and a you and the super welterweight champion um you showing that you are the better woman you're the better boxer you're the better fighter um just to go down in in weight and relinquish those hard-fought titles to fight katie taylor doesn't make much sense um boxing business wise it, it just doesn't um but hey everyone has a fighter's chance Everyone has a fighter's chance. I, 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 and I don't know if she'll have, I don't know if it's smart for her to take a, a fight of this caliber with a month, I, I don't know, maybe a, a month and a half notice. You know, if I'm gonna fight Katie Taylor and I'm Chantel Cameron, I want I wanted to make this mofo into a super fight. I'm a champion. She's a. I'm an undisputed champion. She's an undisputed champion. We need to make this shit into a super fight. It's not no call out last minute. I'm filling the slot date. That's not me. I'm not a contender anymore. I'm a champion, right? So, um, Chantel needs to operate that way. So I don't know if this is a publicity stunt or what, but. I, I I like the match, but I I don't think it should. This match should be happening this way for the greater good of Chantel Cameron's career. Um, she needs to hold on to her hardware a little bit longer, get some equity in 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 those belts. Anyway, that's it, you guys. It's a three, almost a three and a half hour show. Good lord, y'all be sticking with Suge. Y'all be sticking with Suge. I love y'all for that, right? On that note, I'm just going to wrap it up. I will see you guys next Wednesday, okay? Same time, 7.30 as always on Wednesdays. Oh, when uh, the Boston Wizard says one last thing. My birthday is May 20th. The female roster should be proud of your show tonight. Great work. Okay. Happy birthday. Upcoming birthday, the boxing wizard. Happy birthday. That's, you know, the, the, um, birthdays, birthdays are, are indeed special. So I hope you have something very special planned for yourself on that day. Um, and I hope you chime in a couple more times um, before then. Uh, hit me up before or after your birthday. Okay? But I'm going to wrap this show up, you guys. Next Wednesday, same time. May not be the same place, but you know Sugar's Face going to be in the place. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Thank y'all for rolling with me. Okay, I always have fun and it's always a party when we link up. Let me shout out my people that chimed in tonight. All right, so thank you, Eddie Barrington. Thank you. Thank you, the boxing wizard. Thank you, Omar Johnson. Okay, thank you. Let's see. 
Thank you, E. Doolittle. Thank you, Alistar Overeem. Okay. Thank you all for chiming in and making tonight a very interesting and fun show. Okay. Um, take care of yourselves. And until next Wednesday, be good. And um, goodness, like I said, on Fridays, chime in. Sugar always tries to drop in with the guys on Talk and Fight on Fridays um, at 7 p.m. But if not, check me, check back with me um, next Wednesday. Uh, Boston, Wizard, ooh, oh, Boston Wizard says, stay as you are. Happy Women's Day. And happy Women's Day to all of you guys, too. And you, Boxing Wizard. Okay, have a good night. Mwah! Bye-bye.